move on. My time skip is unbeatable. Notice that Chris didn't have to follow up these great intros <laughs> because he's currently on a cross-country trip. And I actually need him to send me, like, he needs to find a video game store somewhere along this trip and send me some dope pictures. But we got a jam-packed show for you guys this week, even without him. We are going to be talking about Gamescom, we're going to be talking about PS4 controllers, Dead Cells, Amazon, new graphics cards, and a whole lot more as far as release dates and an Xbox deal you can use right now. So last week on the episode, we started talking about Dead Cells and some of the controversy around it. And I was playing it, and I seem to have created monsters. So Jalen, Madrid, you guys have played probably more Dead Cells in the past week than I... <laughs> I guarantee if I like triple the amount of time that I've played, it wouldn't even like come close to how much one of you has played individually. Shit, I was playing that shit today. Well, I mean, before we were recording, I hopped on the Switch version for the first time. Didn't run as poorly as I thought it would in comparison to the PS4 version. The PS4 version has some performance issues, though. Uh, I mean, on the Pro, I haven't seen No, it's like frame rate issues. Well, so apparently all versions, including the PC version on good PCs, when you're, like, transitioning, like, when... It has to catch up to the procedural generation. Yeah. So that's why you'll catch that occasional stutter. But people were saying, like, in combat, you'd have a lot of issues on the Switch. But I didn't see any of that today. Oh, well, that transition has fucked me on some combat runs. Just, I'll be in the middle of a dodge, it'll just stutter. Oh, damn. Yeah, I feel that. So you guys want to do beginner tips? You guys want to just talk about the game? Like... I, as far as my input on the game, I've just seen you guys on Twitter just like, oh yeah. Bitching about it? Oh man. <laughs> it was hard for a while. That game was kicking my ass. Yeah, when you first start playing, that game really kicks your ass. Because I didn't look at anything on it. I'm just like, this is a game. I'm going to figure out how it works. The only thing I looked up was the trophy list. I just wanted to see what the trophies were. Yeah, I'm on Switch, so I'm like, alright. I don't have any challenges. That Platinum run, is, I'm going for it. Like, yeah, apparently it doesn't seem too bad. Uh, there's only, like... The thing about it is there's a couple of trophies that are stupidly hard. There's one for beating each of the bosses without getting hit, so that's, like, okay. four trophies right there. Fighting the Time Master. <laughs> I had a speck of health left. I thought I died. I managed to kill him. So, beating him without taking any damage... That's Oh, no, I've been doing be... nothing but teabagging the Blade Master ever since I got to the, to the clock tower the first time. Yeah, bear traps. Bear traps. Bear traps. So bear traps and a good turret. Bear, bear traps and a turret. Ice grenades. The I, I ice had grenades a ice cool? turret on PS4 that was just like something I picked up in a run, and that was my best run. Double grenades are fun. Double grenades are fun. Just okay. The, mo the most fun thing is having a weapon that shoots out a grenade. Nah. The, the extra damage isn't that great. It's nice, but like... Sometimes the perk on the weapon is kill an enemy and it uh, freezes the foes near it. Yeah. So. Well, I'd rather get that and then synergize that with ice grenades that then burn the enemies. Like, shit gets nuts. Yeah, but I'm saving that slot for traps. Yeah, Madrid seems to be a big fan of the traps. I'm sold on I the mean, traps. I feel like double turrets are the best. Because honestly, double turret is pretty good. I like then, having that bear trap just to keep them on like that one side, keep them zoned out. I feel that, but my dodges are getting good. So what the I whole, need the to whole do, time I'm dodging. When I get when I get this finally in a run, I want to do double turrets with the uh, support mutation, which gives you like sixty five percent DPS if you're near a turret. Oh, that sounds lit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that does. That's yeah. gonna make me with a good like boss killing weapon. Right. I'll tear conjunctivitis apart. For the bosses, I use, uh, like, the DPS boost and uh, the tools cooldown. Okay. Yeah. So I was, able to cool keep, I was able to keep spamming my turrets if they took them out. Yeah. And those bear, those bear traps. Oh, man. My loadout depends on the boss. I did the daily challenge today and made the concierge my bitch. 
using uh, the ice. Yeah, so the far ice with blast the and ice the broadsword. Is, ice is clutch. Ice with the sword, it has been like my most successful. It was an ice turret, so it was a turret that was just freezing stuff. Like as needed, and I just run up on it and murder it. Yeah, but the, yeah, but also I had the uh, boost of a lot of things were set on fire. I had fire grenades too. Yeah, fire grenades. Oh yeah. I had an amulet that gave you a fire trail on each dodge roll, so I was spamming dodge roll with traps. So I want to say I had one that it might have been fire. It also might have been like some sort of poison. And the one thing that makes me mad about this game is in runs you'll get stuff and you're gonna want to have those things in other runs but you have to get the blueprint for everything to have that right yeah, yeah. and then you have to invest into the blueprint and then it's like damn i'm not gonna have the same perks on it so it's there are random perks on yeah God, so man. it could be the same exact weapon, just so you oh, can have the exact so same always, loadout. Oh, and then also, there's perks. also a plus quality. Yeah. And if once you beat a boss, you get to the uh, forge. And if you invest in the him, he'll make it so that uh, plus quality weapons will just show up. Those have better perks. It takes a shit ton of stuff. Oh, it though. takes like a thousand. A thousand. So See, that's I've given him six. Is there <laughs> any way to stockpile cells? You don't technically have to use your cells at the end of a stage. Right, yeah, because... You could just roll through the door or and just bust it down. Yeah. But if you die, you still lose everything. Yeah, so it's high risk, high reward. As but Dead you, Cells is. You might as well spend it, though. Yeah, I need to be my first run because I need safe. to start getting into <clears throat> cell mode. You'll get boss cells, and they make the game harder, but you get more souls. I mean, cells. There's right. Dark Souls, same thing. I mean, yeah. Let's time out, I'm about to go deal. So I didn't realize that you could have randomized perks. We Jalen actually got absorbed into Dead Cells. I mean, I'm always fast. playing Dead Cells. Okay, so... Yeah, while we were on a break, you said you needed a new PlayStation. Why do you need a new PlayStation? A, it sounds like a jet engine. And I mean, you got like, from my experience of my PS4 dying, you got like a solid year before it actually Yeah, dies. but the thing about it is it's I'm worried more mercy? about like the, the newer games that are coming out. Because how badly it acts is 100% relative to the game I'm playing. I understand. That's the thing about that. Yeah. Like if I'm playing, if I stick something, if I'm playing Dead Cells, it's kind of fine. It's pretty fine with Dead Cells. Yeah. It's fine with Destiny. Monster Hunter fucks it up. Oh, yeah. Monster and then Hunter God of War those the shit God into it. Those shits make my PlayStation sound like, my, my Destiny... Well, Destiny 2, I think, is a game that killed my original PS4. That's what I was going to actually say. See, like, and that's the thing. For it's the size of it? It's yeah, the, the Forsaken's coming out, too, and that with the size of it? I don't know if my PlayStation's ready. Okay, so for anybody who doesn't know, the for, the file size for Forsaken was revealed. And what is it, three times the size of the Taken King? Yeah, Taken King was like 15, 16 gigs. <laughs> this is like almost 50. Yeah. So, just going into Forsaken, that'll be interesting to see why it's so much bigger than the Taken King, A. Because well, one of the things they didn't have to account for in the patch for the Taken King was PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. Because Destiny, it doesn't run on PS4 at full 4K, but they try and, like, checkerboard, and they do what they can to make it look as good as possible. So that means there are high-res assets in this. Like, they're, it's a lot more, like, game data as far as from a graphical standpoint that would need to go into the game. Yeah, but another reason why it would be bigger than the Taken King is because the Taken King was effectively just a Dreadnought. And this is like an entire zone plus the Dreadnought. Because the Dreaming City is just a bigger version of the Dreadnought. Is it actually the... Because I haven't... I've been... No, no, like literally the Dreaming City 
is the Dreadnought. Like how the Raid was in the Dreadnought, Court of Oryx was in the Dreadnought. That's the Dreaming City. And then you have an entire other zone on top of that. Okay. So is that other zone a new planet? Is that... It's the Reef. Okay. So is there a social space in the Reef? Like, I'm just... I've been trying to be, like, pretty media blackout just because I don't want... Like, I'm going to play Actually, this. Destiny 2 hasn't been handling... There is a social space where but, you can hang with vendors and stuff because Petra's there. Okay. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. I just thought about it in the context of Destiny 2 as basically everywhere has a social... There's a vendor everywhere. Yeah, the, there's a vendor. Okay. So that'll be interesting to see. And, and then the Dreaming City also changes every week. Right. And so they would have to load into the game. And because, I mean, Battle.net operates kind of like a console. So this game being on Battle.net is not getting broken open the way games on PC typically. Like if this game were on Steam, they would have data mined the living hell out of it already. Right. So the fact that it's on Battle.net and that's secure the same way the Xbox <coughs> is secure and the same way the PlayStation is secure, you don't have the issue of people being able to data mine into it. So if this file size is indicative of anything, it's that a lot of the environments, assets, if something has the same way the raid has the weekly rotation, they probably have all the files for all the different variations of the raid in the game all at one time. And then you got Gambit added on top of that. Yes. That game was in there. Yeah. I'm about yes. that. I've That's already seen people challenging each other to Gambit. So, like, uh, We're challenging everybody that's listening. If you're not a part of the Cheesy Controller Podcast clan. Yeah. Fuck I mean, with us. You could either join the clan. You could join the clan. Or we could fight you. Or we could fight you and force you to join us. Because all... these hands are ready. These hands. All right. So, Jalen, you talked about getting a new PS4. This week... PlayStation and Xbox both announced new controllers. That Barry Blue, though. Yeah. So Barry Blue! I'm really... I want that Sunset Orange. I mean, And I can't unsee the fact that it's just Goku as a controller. Goku or Naruto. Or Toriko. Hey! hey! Pick your poison. The Goku image <coughs> is just stuck in my head. Like, I... Because I forgot Naruto had blue... Yep. In Naruto for so long. Like, Shippuden so, has... So you like Goku now? You're a Goku fan? I mean, playing Dragon Ball Fighters is just like, you know... I've played so many hours of this game now that <laughs> I'm aware of <laughs> Dragon Ball stuff. I know more about Dragon Ball than I've ever known before in my life. And have still yet to watch any more Dragon Ball. Hey, games are good lear learning mechanisms. That's yep. what I'm saying. If you want to teach Anton about something in general, this is just a general statement. If you want to teach me about something, put it in a good video game. I'll learn. The more you know. The more you know. Okay, so the four controllers that PlayStation announced, I'm not really going to get into the Xbox controllers because none of us really have gotten... I have one Xbox One controller, and it's the white one that came with my console. I need to get another one so I can get Killer Instinct. I mean, so I, can I might play get Killer one for Instinct. PC. I'm kind of waiting on the Elite because they soft discontinued the original Xbox Elite controller. And one of the rumors that was floating around is that this week at Gamescom, they would announce the like hardware refresh for that because there are some small issues that have been rumored to be fixed in the new Elite controller. So, I'd say if you're going to get an Xbox controller and you're going to use it on PC, like most people say, the Elite controller is ex an extremely solid PC controller. Uh. And so, I'm going to wait for that because right now, A, that controller is expensive as all hell. It's like $150. Shit. So, but... It's also literally like everybody who uses it is like it's the best controller you could use on a PC, period. Like it's better than the Steam controller and that's designed to be a PC <coughs> controller. Uh. I mean, it's really up to you. I'm going to I'm deciding between that and a scuff and then there're also like the Razer 
like variations right. of the PS4 controller, which I'm not a fan of any of those because none of them are wireless. And you said it's 150. Yeah. See, I'm thinking about getting a controller headphones combo that comes out to about 160. So. Yeah, I mean, that's that 500 million PlayStation. I need them. Uh, you got two days from two this days? recording to, for pre-orders to go live. Uh, Fat Kid Deals has tweeted out the Amazon link. So, like, at midnight into the 24th, you need to be refreshing that page. I was just at Fat Kid Deals. But yeah. When does it come out? Shoot me the that link. Uh, I don't know when it actually comes out, but pre-orders go live on the 24th. Okay. And so Amazon has it listed. And actually, one of the interesting things about these controllers... So Sony just announced these controllers, and they say they're coming in September. They announced the berry blue, the sunset orange, the blue camouflage, and the copper. Apparently, for months, you've been able to get the sunset orange, like the official one from PlayStation, off Amazon. It's just been a thing. <laughs> Nobody noticed. They were looking for controllers. Well, I mean, people have them. They're like, oh, this controller that's coming in September and have taken pictures <laughs> with the controller. Oh, this one? Like, I thought this was just a controller. When you find out something special later. Right. Well, I mean, it's a nice controller, and so I already have five PS4 controllers, and I basically rotate between two to three of them. See, what I'm mad about is that they announce all this the week after I buy a new controller... Because my controller started acting out. What controller did you get? Ooh. Another PlayStation controller. Like any special color, just a regular? Just a regular PlayStation controller. Because it's it one of those slot? I needed. Huh? Did it have the slot in the. <laughs> Does the light come through the touchpad? No. Why? Like, those are like. A, those are better. Because they have I didn't. I mean, this was one of those. I don't have time to think about this. I need a PlayStation controller this minute. You live across the street from a GameStop where, where you could have got... <laughs> I, I need a controller right now. i got to play Dead Cells. I mean, the two controllers I rotate through now are my gold one with the where the light comes through the touchpad right. and my, like, midnight black controller where the light comes through the touchpad. And but another thing about that needing a new PlayStation thing is, like, dude, that Kingdom Hearts one, though... That's honestly it. my favorite. That's the thing about it. Like that's that's like, I, if I got a new PlayStation, I kind of actually that, that five hundred million. That five hundred million is fine. But they're that, like one A and one B. The yeah. difference between okay, so the five hundred million PlayStation only uh, what is it? Fifty thousand of those are being made to start, and then. So they're super limited. A bunch of collectors slash scalpers are going to be going after them. And they're a two terabyte and they come with the camera. So it's a $500 system. So without a game. Like, and I mean, that, that's not really a problem. Like, I spent $500 on my Rathalos Pro with a one terabyte and Monster Hunter World, the deluxe edition. So it kind of worked out to be pretty fair and like that PlayStation is very rare yeah I feel that but I but truth be told I still care about personal aesthetics and that Kingdom Hearts one just looks better to me yeah I mean I needed a system and I was just gonna go with the Black Pro and then it was like well I want Monster Hunter World and also you made a good choice Right, yeah, I I like I got the Rathalos controller, which is, like, they have not sold that separately, and so that's a really <clears throat> cool controller, so... It's like, I like my Destiny PS4, but it's like, they could have added something to it. Right, I was in a position a where something. I could have waited, like, a month and a half and gotten the God of War Pro, or I could have, like... Yeah. They added a little too much to that. I mean... It was cool, it was, it was After cool. you beat the game, like, that looks... Like, I was not as interested in that console until after I yeah, played the after game. Playing and it, I, was like, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is sick console. Leviathan X, yo. But it, that seems to be the story with, like, I mean, the Spider-Man one is pretty, like, generic. But, like, even the, like... It's kind of fine. Uh, it is. It's just there's better pros. That's the only There that's are the only better thing. pros. And, like, playing Monster Hunter World made my Monster Hunter Pro mean more to me. And... 
playing God of War oh, yeah. if I had gotten the God of War Pro. Like, the God of War Pro looks better after playing God of War. But then as a cop... Then, personally, as a comic book fan, if I really got a comic book PlayStation, it would be like a dope X-Men one. That ain't happening in the time phase. It's got to burst a little bubble. All right. Actually, ain't Square Enix supposed to be working on a bunch of Marvel games? Allegedly. They have never confirmed it. We don't have any announcements for any of these games. No, they did announce they were making an Avengers game. We just never heard anything since that. Yeah, but they didn't even put out a teaser trailer. Yeah, point. So, as much as people say stuff, we yeah. saw a teaser. We at least saw a teaser for Visceral Star Wars game. And we see what happened with that. Yeah, and we saw something from 1313. Right. And this is all Disney, if you really get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. This is all... The true meat of things. Okay. Okay, so this week Gamescom is going on. They announced the PS4 controllers. I really like the orange one. Uh, one of the things that was announced going into this is the developers of Velocity. Uh, their first game was Velocity Ultra, and then Velocity 2X at launch was a free PlayStation Plus game. And so, like, I played that. It's a pretty good game. But they actually got on Twitter and went into a rant of, like, <laughs> there, it was. It literally was a ten tweet thread, and it started off truth bomb. It was like, oh, shit. so we released this game. People, it was critically reviewed well. People love our game, but it was free on PlayStation Plus at launch, and so a lot of people got it for free. And so their sales numbers have been, their sales numbers were significantly hurt by that, and so. Right now, they're working with Curve Digital, the publisher, to publish Velocity 2X on Switch. For Since the launch of Velocity 2X on PlayStation and PC and Vita years ago, they've been working on a sequel with all, like, what, uh, what they say is what fans of Velocity would want from the next Velocity game. They've been working on a sequel, but they need a publisher. So the game's almost done, if not completely done but they need somebody to publish it for them so they went on to twitter and they were just like look if you love our game and you got it for free basically to make a sequel happen they have to sell it sell so curve is publishing velocity 2x on switch in the coming months and they are they just ask their fans just please buy this game on switch so we can prove to this publisher that we can sell copies of a game so that they can give us the money we need to publish the sequel to Velocity 2X on all platforms. Man, I buy Velocity X. That game's fun. Yeah, it's a really good game. And what, it was just what type one of game of, is it? It's two different types of games. It, it, at, at one <laughs> point, it's like a Metroidvania that play that's as fast as Sonic the Hedgehog. When you're like not in the ship, you're running around and yeah. shit. Yeah, so it has like on foot and in ship combat, and it's oh. like it's a 2D game. Uh, I could actually let you play Velocity 2X, so you can get a feel for it. But I mean. It'll be a low investment for Switch owners, and it's a quality game. Like, I can vouch for the quality of the game. It's like, a good I, game. I enjoyed the game, and I, like, I'm probably going to end up getting it on Switch. But one of the things that I thought was really important about this is they reached out on Twitter, and they laid it out on the table of, like, this is game development. This is what's happening. We like This is how we're working with the publisher. This is what happened with... Because nobody can disclose how many copies get out with PlayStation Plus. Like, they pay you a certain amount, and part of your agreement, like, you can't say how much you got paid. <laughs> you can't say... Right, yeah, Sony just be like, keep that all on the low. Like, Rocket League, we don't know many, how many copies of Rocket League exist on PlayStation because so many people got it for free when it launched. Right. Because they did the same thing Velocity 2X did. Damn. So, mm -hmm. it's one of those things where, like, the numbers get hazy... But they were just like, look, we need, like, if you want this, this is what you need to do. And, like, I honestly respect that out of a developer, like, going into Gamescom, which is, like, the European E3. Right. You, you might as well be real about it. 
Right. Like, if people fuck with you, they're going to go out and buy it. I'm going to go out and buy this shit. Right. Just because you're telling me now. Yeah. It's, you'll it's enjoy good. it. Yeah, it's a good game. It sounds pretty good, too. Really fast-paced, really, like, you get into it, like... Apparently, I really like Metroidvanias. I don't I mean, want... How can you not? Right. <laughs> I mean, really. I grew up on, like, Game really? Boy, Game Boy Advance. Personally, one of my favorites was the Shaman King, Master of Spirits. Throwback? <laughs> yes. You yes. got a throwback. I played the shit out of that game. Loved it. So speaking of playing the shit out of games, we played, like, early podcast days. Like, there were entire episodes about Overwatch. And early this mm. morning, uh, the 22nd, as of recording, they released a D.Va animated short and announced a full, like, Busan control point map for, like, so D.Va's map. And it's on the PTR right now. Yes. That's a quality map. That's yes. a quality map. I'm I, so fucking hyped. I love D.Va so much, and that short was so dope. I feel it's extremely mediocre. I'm like, if this is I the mean, only short we've gotten so far for 2018, and it is the end of August, and like you guys have literally given us no shorts this year at all. As a D.Va man, I was hyped. I mean, it's a... She was the eating, animation was she great. Was eating Doritos. Right. <laughs> heart-shaped pixel Doritos. So that little pixel heart she does in the game, those were the Doritos. Those are Doritos. This is her on a And she was drinking front? Mountain Dew. She had a Diva branded she Mountain had Dew. Diva branded Mountain Dew. On a lore front, I'm a little I'm a little annoyed with that because it was like they pretty much just put back everything they kind of retconned, which was weird. Yeah, like, it, there was a lot of things surrounding this game, so or surrounding this short. Right, it was like were, a my bad here. here. It's like they retconned Diva's lore and they just put it right back. Like, why would you remove lore to just They realized they made a mistake. Because they... Sometimes I think they actually have no idea where they're going with this They story. really don't. They, re, I, I'm convinced that they have no clue what they're doing with the what they're doing. Fortnite. <laughs> That's what annoys me the most. Character about development. The right. character developers for Overwatch. That's what annoys me the most about dealing with Overwatch currently is like Fortnite has a better storyline than you. And Fortnite doesn't have really any like discernible characters. Really. Like it has a few people like it had this stranger last season and it had Omega and it had Carbide and it has like the factions of, like, the heroes and the mercenaries and stuff like that. But, like, Overwatch is a game where, like, we know these characters. Every single character, right. we feel like... They just need to drop a movie and, like, just say, fuck it. It took a year to get that animated short. How long is that short? Not long enough? <laughs> nah, nah. Not like, they really just kind of like, okay. Like, they skipped a lot. Like, there was... Things that could have been that could have been filled in in that Honestly, short. Honestly, I'm still waiting for my didn't. Lucio short. I think that's next. Better be. I mean, I thought Lucio like for a long time. Everybody thought Lucio would be after May. And I always just assume he's up next. Every time a short comes out, I'm like, is is this Lu Lucio it's supposed to be Lucio? I mean, yeah. I mean, we need Lucio. I mean, I'm really happy. Like almost all of my mains have shorts, so. Except Zenyatta, which I would, I would kill for a Zenyatta animated short. I'd kill for their fucking skin. I need it. What the baseball skin? The baseball skin. Aren't you running out of time? Don't you have less than a week? Yeah, I'm probably gonna play Overwatch when I get home. Okay, I might hop on with you. Do a little bit more streaming. Okay, so the Overwatch short, uh, check it out. It's available on YouTube. Uh, the Busan map is coming soon to. All versions of Overwatch. So, and it's a really good map. D.Va was like part of a Power Rangers-esque team. and Was it Power Rangers or was it Evangelion? Or was it Voltron? Or was it Super Sentai? Honestly, it's most likely Super Sentai. Or was it Kamen Rider? Ooh. Just judging by Overwatch skin past, I'm going to say that because of Sentai Genji, it was most likely more Sentai-esque than any of these things. That's real. Okay, so... 
part of another part of Gamescom was NVIDIA announced their new high-end graphics cards. They announced the RTX 2070, 2080, and 2080 Ti, which... Look, if you're in the hardware... So, watching that press conference as a non-PC person, I was like, is this our best look at what graphics are going to be next generation? Because right now, basically all consoles run on e on AMD graphics. Nobody has an NVIDIA graphics card in their console. Nobody has, like, NVIDIA relatable specs in any of their consoles. But what AMD does in response to these graphics cards will probably be what will be cheap enough by 2020 slash 2021 to put in the next generation of consoles. So this is like somewhat it showed a lot of like graphical like they're good graphics cards like for the price that they're charging they're really good graphics cards. Oh yeah no those things are going to be powerhouses. Yeah like. and one of the bonuses of them announcing these new graphics cards is you can get a 1080 for $400. Exactly. So there's that added benefit. And so just with the way technology is progressing, like we were waiting on, like one of the things that was holding the entire gaming industry back as far as looking towards the next generation is usually what will happen before we go into a generation is NVIDIA will announce a series of cards a few years in advance that will be basically replicated by AMD and then will become cheap enough to be thrown into a console. So this, like, if you watch what is possible currently, because developers haven't caught up to this yet. Like, AMD, uh, NVIDIA just announced these cards. Like, nobody has them yet. So over the next year or so, we'll start seeing what PCs are able to do with these new like architecture graphics cards and that will start showing us on PC what we should expect out of the next console generation. So personally for me that's what's been that's the most interesting part about these new graphics cards. Oh I just like seeing the hardware. Yeah that's it was tight. nice to see those like specs and like the benchmarks Show are leaking specs. and so that's really cool. Um, something that was announced during that press conference, because one of the games they showcased was Battlefield Five. Uh, that's getting a beta for anybody who pre-ordered on September 4th, and then it's going open beta for anybody on September 6th. I might check it out. Um, September 6th? Yes. Yeah, I'm not touching it. If yeah. I'm not doing anything That's else. two days in the Forsaken. I'm not touching it. Oh, well then. Yeah, September, everything's dead. PUBG announced that it's 1.0 updates coming out. I want to say either the 4th or the 6th, and I'm like... It's going to be able to battle Fortnite? No. What? No. <laughs> no! <laughs> PUBG's still not that, like... It's the 1.0 version. This is the version of the game that was out on PC in December that has, that, like... I know they're not at 2.0 yet, right. but they've updated the PC version, and the PC version is still losing to Fortnite. It's crazy, though, like, thinking about it. People were really hyping, like, PUBG was that game, and then Fortnite just came and... Well, lunch. it's called having an art style. I'm not going to let that go. <laughs> yeah. Valid like, point. early PUBG looked like a Unity Store asset flip. PUBG still doesn't look great. It doesn't. Like, I'm going to wait for that 1.0 update to come out, and one of the default hairstyles for my character is an afro. If my afro looks like garbage in 1.0, I'm just going to wait until they fix their like hair effects like in Fortnite, i don't have any issues out of the hair on any of my characters because there's an art all. style right it's cartoon graphics but if i have an afro that clips through my head <laughs> in a game on a static character model then like that just tells me you what i need to know pen? Coming to Fortnite soon is a rift that you can use wherever you want. And rifts right now are like super clutch. Like you can land in Paradise Palms, hit any of those rifts, and make it to the circle with like 10 seconds left and be straight. Rift, and now they're having portable rifts. So Pocket rift. That Fortnite meta. Fortnite's great, man. Like I'll I, take your word for it. 
I mean, you guys are welcome to play, play whenever. So, See, the problem is September 4th is coming up, and you know, that's just going to be dead. So, around September, or actually just in general later this year, um, they announced new Xbox One X bundles. And it's actually the second time ever that there has been an Xbox One X that is not the plain Xbox One, plain black Xbox One X. So they have the Project Scorpio, which was like the day one edition, which had was just a black console with Project Scorpio printed on the console and the controller. And that was a really sexy, like, version of that console. Like, I'm not even going to lie, like, <laughs> that's a good-looking Xbox. But w since then, we've gotten no special edition Xbox One Xs. All the special edition Xboxes we've gotten have been One Ss. And those, those look pretty good. Like, I like the Minecraft one. If the Minecraft one weren't, like, ridiculously expensive, I would have gotten that one. But it was just kind of... Like an additional maybe hundred and fifty dollars over the Xbox One that I got, so it's definitely not worth it. Like for a console that's not my primary console that I don't use every day, like like I like I can justify investing in making my Switch look cool or doing stuff for my PS4 because I use those all the time. I play Fortnite on Xbox. Yeah. I'm waiting on Session. Like, when Session comes out, if they have, like, a skateboard-themed controller, might get that. Like, but... So, the new console that was announced was the Battlefield 5 Xbox One X. And that is, like, a gradient. It, like, moves from, like, gunmetal gray to black. So, it's not, like, a drastic departure from what they've been doing with the console. But it is an interesting it's thing. It's a slight shift. It is an interesting thing of seeing moving in the direction of like what special edition Xbox One X's can look like. Because it is the most powerful console on the market right now. I should have gotten one <laughs> instead of an S. Because like honestly looking at games on the S versus the Pro, because my Pro is running stuff super sampled on the exact same TV, like... Stuff just looks better on my Pro. And so playing stuff on the S, the S is weaker than a base PS4. By a margin, but it's still weaker than a base PS4. So it's just like, wow, I'm on PS4 Pro if I were to play Fortnite on there, which I can't because Sony sucks. But... Damn it, Sony. Come on. Stop being difficult. Yeah. But playing it on Xbox is just like, I know I have a setup in my room right now that can make this game look better. And it's just like Sony's crossplay constraints holding me back. So speaking of sucking, Amazon is doing committing one of the cardinal sins of a paid service. Removing features from paid customers. So the two things they're doing that affect gamers the most is up until now, if you pre-ordered a game, before it was if you pre-ordered a game or bought it within two weeks of release, you would get 20% off. Then they removed the within two weeks of release. And so now it's if you pre-order a game, you get 20% off. At the end of August, if you pre-order a game, you get a $10 Amazon voucher that expires in a month. Wow. So, I think just, like, as to make a point, like, I have Power Up Pro Elite until next year. Like, one of the reasons I was getting my games from Amazon is because that 20% discount was a significant discount. Like, I know a lot of people are pre-ordering games from Amazon expecting that 20% discount, and that's... Yeah, it basically turned it into a $50 game. Yeah. Like, after tax and everything. Yeah. So, like, you would... You could get... And they actually removed early, quietly earlier this year collector's editions from that. So you couldn't get collector's editions, which is why I got most of my collector's editions pre-ordered to GameStop. Because the amount of points that I would get for pre-ordering a collector's edition through GameStop and, like, paying it off, like, fully buying it, 
I get more points from GameStop that I could then use on a $20 off coupon on my next game. Yep. So just in general right now, and when Elite Pro goes away, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm probably just going to have to buy considerably less games next year just to make up the margin of money that I'll be, like, Amazon discounts literally sold me games. Yeah. It's like, well, if I this game's let's say fifty, and I'm getting it for below forty. Right. So if you pre-ordered it right now, let's say the game came out. Let's next. say you just let's say you just pre-ordered Smash Brothers because you heard the discount was going away. And I uh, hopefully Would they'll that, honor that. Will it stand? We will see in about a week. We'll know. So uh, hopefully they honor all my pre-orders into next year. As here goes your twenty percent off, but if not, like there's no reason for me to not pre-order these games from GameStop at this point. Right, because if that's the case, I'm because I'll cancel can't. both those fucking orders. Right, I will. It maybe the Pokemon if I can't get Let's Go Pikachu with the Pokemon Go Plus or the Pokeball Plus, I may keep that one. But everything else, there's no reason for me not to do it at GameStop. Yeah. And they removed ad-free viewing. So if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, you link the two. And up until now, it's one of the perks was it gave you Twitch Turbo, which is ad-free viewing. And they're completely removing that. And they're saying, oh, to help better benefit our streamers. But even massive streamers with hundreds of thousands of followers are saying... Their ad revenue from Twitch is like, yeah, insignificant. It's so like, they're really that's not, not getting them money. It's though. for Amazon. It's for not Amazon. for them. It's, it's for, Amazon. for Amazon, and they're really just like it's because they're the also people. moving that to a separate thing. Yeah, well, Turbo was a separate thing. Twitch Prime got you Turbo up until now. Well, then what the fuck is the point of having tr- Twitch Prime if you can't? If they're still going to feed you free ads, sub. you get that yeah, one free you get sub. that one free sub, which will get you ad-free viewing. Are on they that taking off the games channel. that you get from it too? So far, no. And that was one of the things they're like, oh well, we've given you over a thousand dollars worth of games in the last month, but you're literally like the things that I use the most of your service, you're canceling. And so there are reasons for me to give you money. And you are now making it so I'd rather take my money and go somewhere else. For no reason. And the reasons you're giving are invalid. Like, if you if you were taking away ad-free viewing because it was hurting streamers, like, that'd be one thing. But when streamers are coming out, like, after your announcement and saying, no, like, they don't really give us any money from ads. Right. Isn't Twitch doing a lot of other weird things now, too? Like, aren't they removing communities and... On Twitch? Yeah. I haven't seen, like, our stream right now is in the Kind of Funny community, the Giant Bomb community, and the podcast community. Right. So, as of right now, I haven't seen anything about that. I was looking at something. They were saying they are like, taking that out. That's really going to hurt a lot of streamers. That's really going to hurt a lot of streamers. Like, fortunately for me, like, through Discord and through, like, Twitter and stuff... I've my followers know like what kind of content I'm producing on Twitch. Like you guys will watch Twitch. Like if we're not playing games together, you'll watch my Twitch stream because you know what's going on. But there are the streamers that literally have hit affiliate, hit maybe even partner with Twitch because of communities. And like for me, they're just kind of a secondary thing that helps maybe get more eyes on my content. But for people that that's primarily how that I feel like that's going to hurt female streamers the most because female streamer communities. Yeah, they're huge. They're like ridiculously massive minority streamers, too. Right. So if you can't be part of the black nerd community on Twitch anymore and have that surface to people in that community, like that's just that really if that is something that's happening, that's hurting a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Which that sounds like that where you gonna go type of situation. 
What you gonna do, boy? Because ain't nobody <laughs> going to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody actually, going to that has a big Latino community. Well, that's one of that's something interesting that like. Yeah, Fortnite especially, that's one of the things that when Ninja was breaking records with Drake on Twitch, they're like, but we're doing bigger, like, Hispanic streamers on YouTube are doing bigger numbers than that in the same game without Drake. Oh, shit. But so, they're not on Twitch. That, and I mean, honestly... Honestly, as a like streamer and a consumer of this content, I don't go to YouTube to watch a live stream ever. No. Even if it's something that I can watch on YouTube or on Twitch, I'm going to Twitch to watch it. Like E3, I have Twitch like tabs open. Like let me go between IGN's live stream, Twitch's live stream, like the actual like press conference itself. Like let me bounce between these different Twitch channels. Not a single tab is open that's YouTube Live for any of this. So it's just it's just kind of an annoying thing that I don't get why Amazon bought Twitch, did all these really consumer-friendly things. Everybody thinks that they're doing what's best for the Twitch community, and then they're just really just like a year later, been like, nah. Like, we're paying. There are people who are probably subscribed to Amazon Prime. They don't use Amazon Prime for like the Amazon side of things. They just use it for the Twitch side of things and the video. And the anime. Yeah. But I, I mean, there, there are people that don't use Amazon as a distributor who have Amazon Prime and now they're cutting, like, they're removing features that those people got Amazon Prime to use. Like, they're hurting themselves in so many different ways. It's ridiculous. So back to good news since Amazon. Yeah, the PlayStation Store is going to get updated in 6.0. It's not going to be terrible. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw a video breakdown of that. That store is going to be the cleanest store that it's been in six years. Because the version of the PSN store search that we have now... You get an actual fucking keyboard. Yeah. An wow. actual keyboard. Wow. Yeah. I thought I was alone in my pain with no, every time I, I get in the store. I'm like, damn, maybe I'm just... I buy games on mobile and my iPad and yeah. then tell them Fuck to download store. to my PS4. Like, the on-console store is Why just... Why is it so bad? It's, and it's been that... It, <laughs> this is literally... They changed the PS3 store to this. Nobody liked it. And they're like, all right, with the PS4, we're going to double down on that shit. <laughs> we're sticking to our <laughs> guns, baby. And it's like, okay, so you're sticking your guns on the shit nobody wants. So, finally, when this new firmware launches, we'll have this and it'll be amazing. Okay, so at Gamescom, we got a lot of game date announcements. I'll try and stick to the new ones. Right. Because uh, we have some on this list that we already knew about the release date. So... Sekiro Shadows Die Twice got a release date of March 22nd. That game looks dope. It looks it, so good. It's a From Software game with samurai. It's like... Ninja. The main character is a ninja. You're killing samurai. Okay. So with samurais, my statement still stands. No, it it's a From Software game with samurais. And ninjas. Even better. So, that's exciting. Uh, another release date that I know everybody is excited for is Devil May Cry 5 is coming out March 8th. I need it. Motorcycle the, Club Chainsaw. This is the Devil May Cry 2 sequel. We need it. So, I'm a little bit mad that Devil May Cry 5 was announced after Bayonetta 3. And we've A, seen a lot. We haven't seen anything from... Actually, those from are two different developers, three. though. Yeah, but I'm just like, if you think that about those the style the of game, if you think about the style of game, people can mention Devil May Cry and Bayonetta in the same breath, and no one will get offended. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. They're both good games in their that's own the, right. They're both right. good, and it's just making me mad personally that 
they announced Bayonetta 3 before they announced Devil May Cry 5, and we've seen a lot less of Bayonetta 3, and Bayonetta 3 is almost, is definitely coming out after Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. And I kind of want Bayonetta 3 more. Uh, now that this looks like a sequel to Devil May Cry 2... I don't know. Yeah, I need it. I, I need this. I want to know what happens. And also, Nero's fun. Nero's fun. Okay. Yeah, Nero's I mean, fun. I'm probably... I have... Uh, I know every, like you guys are going to be mad at me. The internet's going to be mad at me. But I enjoy DMC Devil May Cry. No, the thing about DMC Devil May Cry, it's like... Gameplay-wise, it is one of the best-playing Devil May Cry games. It's just that the story sucks. It's like everything outside. I the didn't pay is like, any attention to the story. I just played the gameplay, and the gameplay. I pl- like I said, I played the demo. I enjoyed it. I got it for free on PlayStation Plus on PS3, and was like, "Why the hell not?" Oh, and it's it was free. Pr- Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was. So for a free Devil May Cry game. I had no complaints. But it was a free Devil May Cry game for a reason. Probably. (laughs) I mean, but at the same time, you could think about it like somebody right now discovering Devil May Cry could buy Devil May Cry 1, 2, and 3 on sale for like $5. Boom. And then then get DMC 4, well, Devil May Cry 4, the collector's edition. Right. Right now, on modern consoles, you can play every DMC game. Period. Good. I'm... Also, the thing about DMC in comparing to 5, 5 looks like everything DMC tried to do, it looks like 5 just does. Fun. Better. Like on a next-gen console, like... Yeah. Smooth, crispy, and fucking stylish. Oh, it's so stylish. And Nero's the the proper form of a cocky little bastard. Yeah. Not too much that you hate him. His cockiness level fucking multiplies since the last game. Well... He's, he's in been on it. He's in his but the thing about it is he wasn't on his job in Devil May Cry 4 as he is now. Right. Like, this is that post. Because that's how Dante was. In Devil May Cry 1, or Devil May Cry 3, which is like the first game in the timeline. Right. Dante wasn't that cocky. He wasn't on... He wasn't like he is now. Oh, yeah. This is... This is scruffy beard Dante we were talking about This now. is I just rode back out of hell, Dante. I saw some shit, man. <laughs> So speaking of riding out of hell and seeing some shit, Bandai Namco also announced Dark Souls Trilogy for PS4 and Xbox One. And as an additional slap in the face to Switch users who got, um, who are getting, because it's not out yet, Dark Souls Remastered at a later date than PS4 and Xbox One got it. It's coming out the same day. Savage. So people... Dark Souls, people who are trying to get into Dark Souls, if you're on PS4, Xbox One, you can walk into GameStop that day and get Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. Or if you're on Switch, you can get Dark Souls 1, and that's it. For the same price. Yeah. (laughs) This is like... That's disrespectful. I mean, this is what third parties have been doing to Nintendo for the past few generations. Like, nothing's been this egregious so far this generation. Nah, the Capcom. Well, this generation, yeah. It doesn't... I still don't feel like it beats the Capcom 5. It doesn't beat Mass Effect. It doesn't beat the Wii U launch with Batman. Like No, no, no. It's still Mass not as Effect. bad as the Capcom 5. That, the, how many actually came out? Three? Three, but <laughs> one of them was Resident Evil 4, which is literally on everything. Yeah. I, it's probably on Switch by this point. Because I definitely know that you can play that. Actually, speaking of Resident Evil, Res- the Resident Evil 2 remake looks good. Oh, yeah, we got oh, it. Look. They showed some of Claire's uh, story. So that's one of the dates oh, I have man, on I here it. that we already kind of knew. But we saw new gameplay, though. Yeah, we did see I gameplay. actually might play this January 25th. That's coming out of E3 the year they announced. this. They're just doing it again. And Capcom can keep doing this for an indefinite amount of time. They show a game at E3. Like, give us a little more at Gamescom, and then it's out. The I following, mean, that's like, the best early, way to do it. That's what they did with that's Mo- a great formula. Resident Evil 7. Then they did it with Monster Hunter World. Now they're doing it Resident Evil Remake. See, that's 2. how you will type properly. So you don't have to try and be hyped for a game for a fucking decade. Or for a year and a half. It's just literally, oh, game came out. I'm hyped. Gamescom's like, later. what, three? No, like, nine months later. 
Like, yeah. nine months later, you have the game. And then in between that, you have, like, Gamescon. And then maybe PSX if it's on PlayStation. Well, all of them have been. <laughs> but I don't think, like, besides, like, the PSVR integration in Resident Evil 7, like, I don't think there was much... P there was definitely not a lot of PSX buzz for Monster Hunter World. I don't think there was for Resident Evil 7, so I wouldn't... No, I mean, like, how it should be done in general, not Capcom specifically. Oh, okay. Because it's one of those, like, having it, the announcement and then the game come out within a year of it is not only quick, but it, it really allows hype to affect your sales. Yeah, because it's, nobody has forgotten your game in the last year. You, like, most people's threshold for hype, at minimum, is a year. So Sony really hurts themselves with that by announcing The Last of Us 2 and Death Stranding so early and The Last Guardian, and Final Fantasy Versus 13. <laughs> like, Sony hurts, <laughs> and Shenmue 3. Hey, Shenmue 3 got a release date, though. Yep, August 27th, 2019. You say they're going to stick to it? Yeah, why not? Okay. They're getting an additional year of development time. Like... We'll see. I think they, if they don't hit that, like, that's just really Sony needs to stop putting a date anywhere near anything ever. Because it's only going to get worse from here, as far as development times on games. So, we got Sekiro coming March 22nd, DMC coming March 8th, uh, we have Resident Evil Remake 2 coming January 25th, I'm just going to throw the rest of these in here, we got January 29th is Kingdom Hearts 3, but we Woo! knew that from E3, uh, February 22nd is Days Gone and Anthem, we knew both of those from E3. Uh, Shenmue 3 we got the date for, which is August 22nd, 2019. And Windjammers? Is this the Switch version or Windjammers 2? I don't remember. Is, <laughs> is this October 23rd next year or this year? I think it's this year. Okay, so that means it's Windjammers 1 coming to Switch. Fuck yeah. Which we could play that. Like, that's a apparently very good party game. It was at Evo this year. Hey. Yeah, I'm sold off the animation so alone. Yeah. By the way, a uh, quick thing about those NVIDIA graphics. One of the big thing it does well are reflections. Yeah, that like, was what they showed in Battlefield 5. They're like, we're going to turn this off and back on. And it's like, a fl this tank is shooting a flamethrower. This is what it looks like on a 1080. This is what it looks like on a 2080. And like the difference was like ridiculous. Oh, shit. Like, I want a new PC. I want to build one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> it's just going to be expensive for a no, while. That's like like, a, no, like, something of that, you're going to probably want to put a 9.9 in that shit. It's right, probably going to be like a 10 grand PC. Right. It, the, t the 1080T, uh, or the 2080, I'm going to, like, 1080 is just so ingrained in my mind, yeah. but the 2080Ti... Is twelve hundred dollars. Okay. So, I mean, that's starting you off on like a. You could build a decent PC, like oh, no. a pretty beefy VR ready, running shit in four K, yeah. over like a hundred twenty uh, frames per second. You can build that for less than that graphics card cost. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right about that. But I just want to see. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I, mad I just at. I'm know. not. I'll be at your house if you do that, looking at it, and be like, "Gosh, can't wait for this PS5 slash Xbox Two. And then I'm just gonna be like, oh, "Okay, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna see how I can plug my brain into this VR. Because that's how I plug my brain into my PS4. Go full Matrix. Yep. Because I mean, it's Ghost in the Show. However you feel. Because if you can run games at that frame rate, <laughs> at that resolution, why not do it in VR? Because that, like, frame rate and resolution are two of the biggest things that help VR when you improve them. So, why not, like, physically plug yourself in with VR? So, going from the $1,200, I have a deal for everybody that by the time this podcast is out, normally when we shout out deals, sometimes they end before the podcast is, like, released to live feeds. Like, sometimes our live Twitch viewers can get on the deals, but 
one of the really good things that like about this deal is it doesn't end until after this podcast is out like actually so right now you can get two for two dollars if you do not have xbox game pass you can get two months of Xbox Game Pass, which includes Sea of Thieves is adding Halo the Master Chief Collection. So literally you'll be able to play the entire Halo series, the entire Gear series, State of Decay, uh, Sea of Thieves, Sunset Overdrive. Like, you can go down the list of pretty much Old every... Star Wars games. Pretty much every Xbox game you want to play. Bayonetta. Like, all of these games for the next two months for $2. So, if you have an Xbox One and you have any interest in Game Pass and you don't currently have an Xbox Game Pass subscription or it hasn't lapsed in the last month, which I'm really pissed about that because I can't take advantage of this deal. But if you listen to the podcast, that's a deal for you guys to go out and grab it has 10 days left as of recording, and it'll probably take five of those days for us to get this up. So, you guys won't be hurting too, like, you still have time to get this deal when you listen to this episode. Balling. Okay, so, I'm surprised we actually got all this in in this episode, but that's about no, all we have time for. Remember, you can follow us all collectively on Twitter and Instagram at CheesyController. Something that I haven't been shouting out, uh, every Wednesday afternoon, we record the podcast live on twitch.tv slash Anton6with3x's. You can follow me individually on Twitter at Anton6with3x's. You can follow Jalen on Twitter at SquidBishop and Madrid on Twitter SpeedwagonX. All right, this has been a Noah's Good production. Until next time, keep it cheesy. Cheesy.